Hey, welcome to Film Friends. This is Jordan Smith. With me as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hello. And our special guest, Matt Bailey. Hi. Yeah, so this is episode <laughs> six. Um, back at it. <laughs> uh, if this is your first time listening, uh, just to remind you, this is a podcast where we pick some of our favorite actors or actresses and review some of their worst movies, some of their highly rated, highly touted movies, and everything in between. And we just kind of discuss the movies, discuss the actors, and yeah, what we like, what we hate, what we love. Um, before we start today, I just want to kind of give a shout out and a thanks. We've gotten some good feedback from some of our listeners, so we appreciate that. And honestly, feel free to reach out to us via our email, uh, which is filmfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Right now, we're having some trouble with Reviews. reviews i don't know <laughs> that, that's no one's not giving us that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one's reviewing our podcast i don't get it we uh, we like people can't review our podcast and we don't know why so yeah. if you know how to fix that let us know yeah and this is specifically through apple so i, I don't know what's going on if they don't want us to succeed or flourish yeah, there's probably a genius or two listening so yeah. <laughs> hit us up if yeah. you're a genius out there hit us up on our gmail at Film Friends Podcast, is that what it is? At Gmail. At Gmail. Yeah. Or on our Twitter. Oh, the Film Friends. Yeah. <laughs> At The Film Friends. At or, film friends. you know, just like text me. <laughs> oh my God. Do you want to leave your number? <laughs> or hit me up on Goodreads or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thanks for listening. If you guys have been uh, following along for the last couple episodes, we appreciate it. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. This week, it was my pick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. And my choice was Bryce Dallas Howard. And the reason I chose her was she's in my favorite is she's in my favorite movie, The Village. Shout out M Night. Yeah. People pick up the thread on Jordan's picks, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Brendan Gleason was in the village. <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard's in the village. Might be doing I don't know. Jesse Eisenberg is in the village. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah so i chose her because yeah i like the village i like lady in the water um i i just before this i didn't think she was a great actress i just kind of one i like the way she looks i think she's unique looking um she looks like a literal you alien. think she's hot bro <laughs> i think she's hot but she's definitely unique looking and like the characters that i knew her play she played strange characters lady in the yeah. water the village um, are you just going to continue to listen just those two Yeah, movies? and then <laughs> M. Night's coming out with a new movie, guys. <laughs> but, uh, but then also she's in an episode of Black Mirror, which I yeah. really loved. It was like a social media one. I thought she was actually awesome in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and she's only been in, you know, kind of bigger movies. She's been in, obviously, the M. Night movies. Um, she's in The Help. She's in Jurassic World, which probably put her on the radar for like the majority yeah. of the population um but yeah so I, I don't think i didn't think she was outstanding i just kind of like the choices she makes the yeah. movies she makes and she's unique 
she's attractive. She's Ron Howard's daughter. She's Clint <laughs> Howard's n- niece. <laughs> <laughs> more importantly, Clint yeah, Howard's yeah, more niece. Importantly. Honestly, the reason you picked her is because she's in the village. Let's be clear. Well, that's, I mean, the main reason. But yeah, I yeah. got to fill out this. <laughs> fill this out <laughs> you need to get everyone in the cast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's kind of why I wanted to explore. I actually kind of like more examine like the way she acts or I don't know if, if I'm just smitten because I like the village so much. So, yeah. Um, also one of her lowest rated movies is an, another M night movie. So it just gave us the opportunity to <laughs> finally watch yeah. interview. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. Why don't we just start? Yeah. Which yeah. one do you want to do first? Let's go lady in the water. Yeah. Okay. I just finished watching it. Did you? Uh, Pretty fresh. Okay, cool. So fresh and so clean, clean. And now this Uh is the first movie that we all watched. I've seen, yeah. Oh, well, that we've all seen previously and we all watched it separately. Separately, Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Um, This is the first movie that we've done that I've actually seen prior to doing it. I don't. Like, I saw it prior, I'm pretty sure, but I didn't remember most of it until I watched it today <laughs> yeah so it, <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah, i was just so. fixing my mic uh so lady in the water was made in 2006 two years after the village <laughs> <laughs> yep and of course m night uh wrote it and go ahead he's he is this okay so m night's in this movie yeah he's in yeah. all yeah he's in all, all he plays the, just like the quentin tarantino thing where he's in all his movies well it's like the m night is this <laughs> all right guys no i don't think he no did. he did not he definitely did not well like alfred hitchcock was like the originator of that right um is this his biggest role in a movie? yeah it definitely is okay, yeah yeah he, this he's is like a borderline main character yeah that's yeah. what i thought okay I was very like, influential character yeah. i've seen i like, think literally. almost all of them if not all of them now that he's done and this is his biggest role yeah yeah, yeah. the other ones he's just like tangential like yeah. he just kind of flashes in flashes yeah. out real quick um so yeah so i'm just gonna preface this i really like this movie <laughs> uh let's let's and, um, I, I you know, I'm very open to you guys criticizing it because this is maybe like the fifth, sixth time I've seen the well, movie. My thing is like <laughs> after watching and loving most of M Night's movies, I hold him at a higher standard yeah. than the Lady of the Water. Well, it's Lady in, in the Water. <laughs> She's in the water. <laughs> lady in the water? She's also of the water. She's honestly too. She wasn't in the water that much. This movie, to, she was to in be the honest. shower like half the movie. Yeah, because yeah, that's where uh, the water is. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, it didn't hit his standards in my book. Right. For me, I have mixed feelings about it because I love the idea of this movie. I love like the fairy tale aspect, mm-hmm. how it's done in modern times. I love the casting. I think it's really fun. But there's some things I like would change about it. Yeah, I kind of agree too. I like the idea of the movie and like the story behind it but i don't think it was executed as well as it should have been as well as it should have been yeah exactly fair enough i kind of i kind of agree like i really like i think what i like about the movie the most is the story the myth the legend and the legend (laughs) no No, i agree it's like an adult fairy tale it It has myth aspects it has it's kind of like he created his own religion a little bit what? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I don't know where you're going, but I, I love it. Okay, I we'll ask, get there okay. because I have if, a lot of notes. Yo, I took, I'd follow it. <laughs> I took a ton of notes. I need to okay. ask a question yeah, before if you. Was, <laughs> if M Night had a religion, 
you know I'd be on board. <laughs> okay, I need to ask a question before you go into your religious theory. <laughs> Was this an actual folk tale? Do you, as anyone know? Oh no, he create he completely created them. He, he wrote I, it for his children. It was a oh, bedtime awesome. story he wrote for his children, and then he just turned it into. Well, I kind of I like thought like it, it like what? I just thought it was like something like maybe from his childhood and like growing up no. in like yeah yeah that's kind of like what I was India something, or something, something like, that he heard as a kid a lot and yeah. then like I mean maybe no I <laughs> well no I read somewhere that he created all like pretty sure he created yeah. it on his own because he created the like the monsters and the yeah. the only thing that's kind of related to actual myth is the the narfs the sea nymphs yeah. that they're like in yeah they're in a lot of mythology so yeah um I'm sure it's based off of well, yeah, something exactly. loosely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, religion. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. So, okay. So, just to give a kind of an overview of what it's based on, right at the top of the movie, it starts with describing the myth. Which yeah. I love that scene. <laughs> yeah, and it's a little animated scene yeah. with, like, stick figures and stuff. Yeah. And so, basically, what it is, it says, you know, at one time, the people in the water... Uh, got along with the people on land and the people in the water would kind of give the men on land guidance um and you know they worked together and they, they lived harmon harmoniously is that a word harmoniously. harmoniously um and and everything was peaceful but what happened was man started becoming possessive and and traveled further inland to kind of because of their greed their greed drove them more inland and because of that they started getting more detached from the people of the water um and they said they just stopped caring about the people. they stopped caring because they just cared about their possessions and the further inland the further they got away from the people in the water they didn't have that attachment or that guidance and because of that uh they started turning to violence and war and you know society changed and they kind of forgot about the people of the water um and then you know, centuries and centuries passed by and, you know, kind of man is on their own with wars and kind of modern mm -hmm. times now. Um, and the people of the water are just on their own as well. But the movie takes place in a time where the people of the water try mm -hmm. and connect with the man again to kind of save them. Right. That's like the overview. Yeah, sure. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Why? What are you? I don't know. I'm like a modern time. What do you mean modern time? Like that's when the story starts, right? Is that what right, right. Okay. So, so the people of the water and man. This is like thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands of years ago is when they yeah. lived together, and then and over then, centuries and thousands of years they separate. And the movie takes place in the time that the people of water, the water, try to communicate again they've been doing that for the last yeah, couple that's centuries what say. it's yeah. something that like keeps recurring, they keep recurring. Yeah. and then there's people that are drawn to that right. sea person right. and it happens every so often right. and there's like a mm -hmm. turmoil between like a land beast and yeah a so the, sea this creature. takes place over one of those instances where a narf who is a sea nymph uh tries to connect with you know her vessel um, but i do have to say I loved that intro. It was so Hercules, the animated Disney movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I was like, oh, I want the like the mm -hmm. goddesses to come out from the pots and start singing. <laughs> I like the last line of the animation going into it is, you know, it's saying how the water people are trying to help man again. And the last thing is man may have forgotten to listen, how to listen. And that made cool. me think that like this movie... <laughs> 
you're gonna love this jordan was ahead of its time like the, yeah. the oh yeah it's the still themes, ahead of its time. The, the themes in this movie i think were a little ahead of its time because yeah. global warming and such and like these debates have been going on more recently i think than right it was whatever it was 11 years ago right. and also i mean like yeah go ahead. for m night really just like even like with global warming and everything even like the happening was very right global warming yeah yeah he loves nature well yeah. the village too is also a theme of societies getting way too violent well spoiler alert but if you haven't seen the village uh you know what, what, are, you, what, yeah, what are you doing but but that the theme of that is society's been so violent and all these people had traumas that they isolated themselves from society this is kind of the same thing where war and war is like a backdrop on all the tvs in this movie you know they're showing uh, scenes of war and there's mm-hmm. sounds like that so that's like a very far backdrop um, yeah so basically you know they give you that myth and then you go to the place that's called the cove that's the hotel with the pool where the story takes Is it place a hotel? I think it's like an apartment complex or it's an apartment complex <coughs> yeah, I can sorry. tell so. because <clears throat> it also seemed like People went there for short stays too. Yeah, which is, I guess is like kind of. Yeah, it's like an apartment because it's an apartment complex, but it feels like a hotel. Yeah, yeah. well, every it's like I I only say it's like an apartment complex because like everybody it's knows lit- each other. Like yeah. everyone, and they've like, been there a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you meet Paul Giamatti. Yeah, in the who, first scene. Who is the owner? Excuse me, is the owner of the the cove? No. Is he the He's owner? the manager of the cove. There you go. Yeah. Um, and he's just like the maintenance man. Yeah. No, he's the manager. Like he collects rent and everything. No. Actually, I don't know. I just know does. that he fixes everyone's <laughs> All problem. All he does is he's like, like the he reminds me of like the landlord. Like anyone yeah. has yeah. anything going on. Yeah. Like, exactly. He'll pop, Pretty pop sure over. he manages it, but yeah. either way, he's there's no other employees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you I don't think meet he, any yeah, other employees. Yeah. Um. So you meet mm-hmm. him, and he's kind of this. I mean, he's a typical Paul Giamatti character, right? He's kind of downtrodden. Yeah. He's yeah. he has a stuttering problem. He's kind of anxiety ridden, and and you meet him helping out one of the tenants. It's like a family of. I love that scene. Yeah, it's like a family of nine, and <laughs> they're all just like screaming. Yeah, because the there's bug. a bug. But I love that line because they're like, "There's a creature in here." And Paul's first line is, there is no such thing as creatures. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a ton of that kind of stuff. Yeah, in this movie. And that's why I like M. Night's movies. Like, mm-hmm. He just kind of litters all his movies with little allusions and references and so much foreshadowing. So much. This movie, I mean, is a ton of, ton of symbolism. Yeah. But that's like the... It's about a myth. It's about a fairy tale, which yeah. that's exactly what that and is. And like watching it again, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but it's like easy to like pick out how this was set up to find out who was who, like what yeah. role everyone yeah. played. It was easier watching uh, it the second yeah. time to like discover yeah. who yeah. was what. But because of that, like like related to that, I love right after they squish the bug they, that you then meet all the other tenants. Yeah, yeah. I love. I like that. like yeah. yeah. It's like a resident overview. I like of, that of all the players that are gonna be in it. And yeah, there's. I mean, we could run through them. Too. Reggie. There's Reggie, who's yeah. a tenant who works out only one leg and one arm. One leg one and side one arm. of his body. Yeah, one side. He's a, doing an experiment. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. It's funny. It's I, so funny. Yeah. He's also for all your uh, six feet under fans. He was in Six Feet Under. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then there is uh, Young Soon Choi. 
who's like this young Asian girl who is kind of like a club party girl, but she's also a student who's studying all the time. And she lives with her mother, Mm -hmm. um, who becomes a pretty crucial character because she retells, she (laughs) tells Paul Giamatti the myth. The holder of the myth. Yeah, she's the holder of the myth. She's the storyteller. Um, But we'll get to that then. And then there's an old man, Mr. Lead, I think his name is, who's been at the Cove for a very long time. And he's kind of keeps to himself. The one that sits in the chair. Is he the one who's watching TV? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's watching the new, like the war backdrop. His apartment has a ton of books. I love the way it looks. Oh, (laughs) yeah, of course. That's like you you see your future. That's going to be me. Yeah. Does he just have his door open all the time? Yeah. (laughs) Everyone just like has their doors open. Well, I guess he does because later in the movie, he's like, don't think I don't notice things going on here. Yeah. Like, so he's like he seems like he's solitary, but he does keep he's aware of what's well, going on. I think on. that's part of his like war background, right? Is that he's like always vigilant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, good point. And then there's a a woman who's kind of an animal caretaker, or oh, with the butterfly. Yeah, yeah, and she's like she's he's an like older a woman that wrote she's a kind book. of a hippie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she wrote a book. Uh, there's so many characters. There's a group of like party guys yeah. who just sit around and smoke and. And, and like just talk nonsense I yeah. noticed something in that group of guys the lead like the mm-hmm. main guy is what's his name from uh, Madman the British guy who like oh yeah he's very himself. he's in fringe he's in yeah. what we do in oh, the yeah. shadows yeah. Yeah, that guy's in a lot of stuff yeah he's awesome love he's that the guy. redhead guy right yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, um, he looks so different I was like oh my gosh is he no what's that Jim Carrey movie do you know what I'm talking about yeah he about? is in Bruce Almighty <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he is. I don't Bruce know. Almighty. Bruce Almighty. He is in Bruce Almighty, and that is a Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Either boom, way. Boom. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then there's <laughs> what's his name? Bob Balaban, I think is the guy's name. He's the, the movie glasses? critic. Oh yeah. With the glasses. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. 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 I think his name's Bob. Oh, I didn't yeah. really like that character. Yeah. Well, you know, I think you're not that character to... was poorly done. Me too. I agree. So you're not supposed yeah, to but like that. But I think he was. They don't convey you. It doesn't convey that you're supposed to hate him. He's yeah, and also he's supposed to be like the lens of the story because he's like this right. is when this happens. But it was just like I didn't like the way he was used either. I don't know. Okay. Um, but let's talk about my favorite tenants: the dad and the son. Oh, oh yeah, Jeffrey, Bernard. Yeah. Bernard, yeah, from, West, from Westworld. Yeah, Bernard from Westworld, and then uh, his son who. His son, who yeah, I so. Love. Bernard, I'm going to call Bernard. <laughs> so Jeffrey Wright, uh, his character's name, I forget the I name. I I made a note. I tried to like be conscious and write all the names, but there's, there's so, so many, many. Yeah. so many characters. Um, but their thing is he is, uh, he loves crossword puzzles. And then his son loves to read cereal boxes. Yeah. Loves to kind of look at the pictures on cereal boxes. And, and it reminds, he has kind of an imagination and also just like a good tra- so like interpreter. Cute. Yeah. So um, freaking cute. And then there's all the sisters that live in that one house. Right. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> there's <clears throat> M. Knight oh, and yeah, his and sister, sister live together. And he's a writer and she is Something. just a uh, nagging just, sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so y- you get this. So because Paul Giamatti's uh, bringing a new tenant into the apartment, which is Bob Balba and the, the movie critic, um, you get to meet all these characters as they go up to his apartment. Um, and you see that they, they kind of respect Paul Giamatti or, or they like him, I guess, yeah. is the thing. Like overall, they all like him. Um, so you meet all the characters there. And then 
Um, I okay. I have to mention one more character. Yeah, go ahead. The guy on the toilet or the wife that's always like, "Don't oh. tell him I uh, told yeah. you." Yeah, kind of reminds him. me of my parents. It's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, yeah. Don't um, tell him I told you. That's like the only <laughs> thing she says. Um, but then it goes right into um, the evening because remember the guys like the guy who fixes the pool is mm-hmm. like something's wrong with the pool. There's like always oil in it. And Paul G- yeah, Paul Giamatti's, I guess, aware he, he's aware that someone's swimming in the pool yeah. at night. Yeah. And I, he might have gotten a complaint of splashing or something yeah. at night. So, And he had someone to come fix it. And there's hair and it's slimy and, yeah. and stuff in the pool. So, so that night he's kind of aware of it. And he's outside kind of cleaning up. And all of a sudden, some, yeah, you see who is Bryce Dallas Howard, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. jump out of the pool and grab a necklace that was left mm-hmm. on a pool chair. Um, mm-hmm. And Paul Giamatti sees it and he tries, he's like, hey, get out of the pool, get out of the pool, get out of the pool. Like yelling, like, I see you swimming. The person never comes back up. So then he goes into the pool because he thinks maybe they're drowning or whatever. He goes in to, to try to save them, can't find them, gets out of the pool, slips hits his head and falls back into the pool. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're both in He's his safe and sound. little house on the property. Yeah, so he gets knocked out. He wakes up in his apartment, but also in his apartment is Bryce Dallas Howard, who is a narf, a sea nymph. Um, a lady in the water. A lady, a lady in the in water. The water. <laughs> but I love his apartment because it's not actually in the complex. It's in that little house off yeah. to the side. Yeah, it's like a maintenance it. shed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's so cute. It reminds me of like Hagrid's house in Harry Potter. Uh, yeah. yeah, it does. True. Um, so then he wakes up and he just thinks basically she's this young like, I don't know, teenager. Runaway. runaway yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So he's like. And she's, is she naked at that point? She's wearing his t-shirt. His shirt. Yeah. Oh, right, right, yeah. Um, and I forget their conversation, but he's it's just, really weird. he's just like, you have to, you know, you have to go. I appreciate you helping me out, but you have to go and like stop swimming and but blah, she, blah, blah. he like, she conveys to him that she's in danger. So yeah. he's like, you can stay here. Yeah. Yeah. She, she said, and she says her name's Story. <laughs> yeah. Why does it have to be Story? Well, there's got to be meaning behind yeah, it. Yeah, that's why. I, I feel I, like her name is Story because she's trying to pass on a story. She represents an the story. story. Yeah, an yeah. actual story. Um, and I love actually how her name is Story, and she says she's from the Blue World. And then his name, Paul Giamatti's name, is Cleveland, Cleveland yeah. which means it's from the cliffs. So he's from the land and she's uh, from the blue water. Interesting. I think that's really cool. So they're that both representative cool. of their worlds. Um, Can I say the, that Bryce Dallas Howard literally looks like a like a mystical creature? Yeah, that's why I think... She looks like a legit She's alien. like perfect looking for yeah. this role. She yeah, really she looks is. like a sea nymph. and She yeah. looks like literally like an alien. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and also he doesn't stutter. So he has a real bad stutter. And when she when he's in her presence, he doesn't stutter. Yeah, which I think that's pretty cool too. Yeah. Shows that she is kind of magical and she affects him and everyone around him. So. Um. And then we go. Where do we go? We go into the. The thing comes out. Yeah, right? the thing. Then the thing comes. Oh, uh, the scrunt. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So the scrunts are like <clears throat> these uh, wolves with matted fur, and they have like grass on their yeah. backs, and they're really big. And their base, their purpose is their. Their enemy are these sea nymphs, and they try to attack them, and they 
because all these sea nymphs are coming to the land now to try to save man and pass on the story and the message, I guess these scrunts exist and their objective is to kill these, uh, which a lot of them, I guess, do die. In the, yeah. in the beginning, they say a lot of them die. So there's a scrunt I hate the at scrunts. the cove. Yeah. I, I hate them. I don't like them either. I also it's so... Dumb. They look so dumb. I really? Think so too. They I also ruin think they the movie. Yeah, so I agree. I agree. I think they're so I'm like smarter looking. than me, to me. Like they look silly. Yeah, they look even dumb. for 2006. I think they look. They silly. don't like the even like the. They're not scary. The quality of them looks bad. Like it. Mm. I don't know, dude. Like they, that's a part of like the reason why like exactly the movie isn't as good as like he's. Ah, he's better than the scrunt. I think he's so good at like one of his things, his strengths is portraying something scary without yeah. fully showing yeah, it. Yeah, I f- wish they would have done that. Like yeah. it was in the distance, but they never clearly see what it looks and like, sort sh- of thing. Yeah, and you see the whole thing so immediately. Early, then I'm like, that's it. And then the rest of the movie, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be scared. These things are not going to freak me out because I've yeah. seen it one yeah. and two, they're not very scary. I'm like, it's the master of like suspense. Yeah. <laughs> The slow build, yeah. he just shows it. Yeah. He played his hand too early. He did. I respect both of your opinions, <laughs> but I, I wholeheartedly disagree. No, no. Um, I actually I like the scrunts. I, I like them. I don't like the monkeys. At the yeah. Also, which makes no they're sense. Dumb. They look corny. And they so, also have, they, they're not mentioned at all. They're just no, like, they are. They're uh, mentioned. Really? They're mentioned, but they're mentioned as... Well, I guess we'll get to it. Yeah. But so there, uh, we'll just talk about it now. The monkeys are the tutuculins. Or there's something. three of them. <laughs> yeah. So what they do? Well, no, there's multiple, but there's. Didn't the, they say? Didn't they like in the like backstory? There's like there's. I could have sworn they said there was three. Oh, maybe there and then is three. Pop down. Maybe there is only three. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, but basically, what they are, they keep the justice in the blue world. Um, those, those they they oh, are like so the watchers of the blue world. They protect this. They try and protect the protect the sea nymphs from these scrunts, and they they've kept the justice for a long time. So they're just doing I, their job. I read like, their backstory wrong. Like I, I I don't know if I was not paying attention. I remember hearing that they were evil. No, so they are extremely evil. They, they're, they're. they're <laughs> you just described them as very. Yeah. No, I know, nice. but the, it's they're evil, but not towards the blue world. They're like I, I don't know what they're. They're evil. cruel but fair. They're cruel <laughs> but fair. Yeah, I mean, their backstory is when they're born, they kill their parents. Yeah, so, so I was when, like thinking they were going to be another enemy. No. Turns out they were. They're an enemy towards the scrunts. They so they protect the blue. If world. they're people to protect the blue world why didn't they show up earlier when the scrunts have been hanging <laughs> well it, out? that kind of plays along with bailey's thing if there's only three of them they have a yeah. lot to cover <laughs> yeah. but True. still it's like I don't um know. yeah I don't didn't know. love the way they looked either like yeah. the, the way everyone looked i feel like they could have looked a lot cooler Me or too. scarier or, or just like not shown them yeah. immediately yeah. no i i I get it. I kind of like how the scrunts have grass on their back, though. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's I thought cool. they looked cool. I, I, I actually did. I kind of disagree. Usually I hate special effects like that, but I'm okay with it. I didn't yeah. like the Tatulik or whatever, the monkeys. Yeah. I thought they looked real corny. They looked like Groot a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, but <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. Just a little Groots up and down yeah. from the tree. Uh, but, Baby yeah, Groot. The, but either way, so... So the objective for story is she needs to come here and find the someone. vessel, right? Yeah, so this is the vessel. The cove is the vessel and the people in it are the vessel. And they're 
essentially she needs to find different people who all play roles in different parts and she needs to also find a, the chosen one the chosen one who she will awaken and that chosen one will cause change and that person in society. is Wait, the right. They said the writer, right? Oh, like, right. Yeah. When they describe like the chosen one, they're like, "It's a writer." It's a writer, yeah. And so that's what Paul Giamatti. Tr- he tries to go around the building, finding the chosen yeah. one with, uh, and because she tells him that this person is a writer and he's gonna affect change, so he goes around all the. Well, tenets. he also yeah. says that she says it's a person who's currently writing something. Oh, right, yeah. right. So right. he goes to all the people that How? write and be like, "Are you writing right now?" Yeah. Was this before or after the um? Soon, soon, the oh, the, the Chinese woman. Oh but yeah, is that before or after she told the whole backstory of? It's it's just so convenient. I mean, it's convenient. It's so convenient it, but, that they know the whole story. But of that's the whole, way they but, explain that because they said that these people are drawn to yeah. these locations. They're drawn. These people are unconsciously drawn, drawn to, to the, yeah. the location. I know. I I'm get that too. It. But that's so, like the thing. Here, here's my thing. The big theme of this movie there's two like large themes one is everyone has a purpose that's like a huge huge theme she said it to herself yeah everyone has a purpose also another one is that some stories are true like you know you hear all these myths and these stories and the thing is like some of them are true and and you know people don't believe them because life happens but but this one it's one of those like yeah that's just a story but in this world it actually is true and it's you have to convince these people that it is true and when everybody's on board that's another issue i had everybody was immediately like down on with board it. with the story and they're like yeah, yeah they're CNIFs. yeah let's do this yeah <laughs> i know i yeah, have a problem true. too ever and that's the there's no pushback from anybody exactly but this movie was also really drawn out so i was like they could have conserved the time better with either like con- spending more time convincing these people they spent too much time so what happens is they like think they got everyone in their proper roles and then they don't yeah and then they do it like two more times i like that though well i I like like that that they got well the roles will come up but i think i honestly think if the movie was a half an hour longer and there was more struggle it could have been better or if they developed those, like... Yeah, the those characters, made, even. Yeah, like, made them a little more hesitant instead of just, like... Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Well, just because, like, they show every character in the beginning immediately. They don't ever come back to them, and then they're like, all right. Unless they need we them. need you. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, character development in the other characters. Yeah, but that would be an insanely long... Well, no, no I know. Well, then maybe that's a problem with the writing is they needed too many characters and introduced too many and didn't have enough time to develop any of them well, they also what i think they should have done is you know when m night so m night's the first person they find that actually fits like role and he's the one that's like the writer and the storyteller yeah and i think he's like oh do you have this feeling because there's like a feeling he's supposed to feel when he meets her and the sister shows resistance about like not believing this story and that thinking that paul right. is just holding yeah. him and i think that whole scene is supposed to display that like everyone's gonna have these feelings but they're only really showing it in one to show like well no because also the the asian family they're telling the myth but they also say you're weird you're yeah. strange like why are you care about this so much like but then the young asian daughter's like i want to believe this too like some yeah. people want to believe in stories that's why i mentioned mentioned religion because like no but seriously like uh 
religion, some people could look at it as a story like, all right, like, why do you believe that? Like, yeah. why would you be so on board with that? True. But yeah, some people jump true. right into it, that's you know, really blindly because it fills these voids and these hopes and stuff like oh, that. Oh, dude, now you're you're selling me. Yeah, <laughs> and that makes sense, too, with that, like, M. Night hitting his sister in that role because he wants to believe it, and she doesn't, yeah. and that shows, mm-hmm. like, the didactics between those two roles. Also, another big theme in this movie is how ideas spread. Right. Too. So like you could go up to the baseline of how ideas of these men in society, they want to go more in land. The idea of owning more and greed pulls them. It's it's an idea that spreads easily. That causes the rift. Then like M. Night's the writer who will have an awakening because he sees story and his ideas that he writes about will spread and change society. Even like to minute de- details, how like the group of partier stoners are like, we want to, we want to come up with like a saying that spreads, and they say blim blam. And then later, the sister of M. Night uses the word blim blam. It just shows how quickly that spreads. So like, it's like how ideas spread and affect a group of people. And I yeah. thought that was interesting when um. Because story can like knows everyone's future. Yeah, that was kind of cool. And like um, yeah. at first, I was like, "Why is she telling M Night his future?" But it's not his future; it's someone else's future. Oh, but right. then I was like, "I guess it makes sense," because like his, his, she's trying to show that his story is a bigger picture than just himself. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, you're going to give this guy his future, but you're going to give it someone else's future in yeah. his future. <laughs> I kind of like, so So Paul has to find the who the writer is. He finds M. Night. But the, re- the way he finds it is he has to go to his apartment because a light has broken and went yeah. out. So when, when he goes and fixes the light bulb and turns the light on, that symbolizes like an idea turning on and awakening. And yeah. then he, he sees re- the book. He sees the book and then he... He takes M. Night to see story and he has the awakening. Yeah. So it's like symbolizes like, okay, it turns on. Now her objective is actually in motion. I um, love I love like the, the first half. I think it's And great. then I mean I was just when he found M. Night's book, it had like a big do not read thing on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he goes up to M. Night and he's like So I read Yeah, so I saw the title of your book. Yeah, yeah. And M. Night's just cool with it. He's yeah. like, Yeah. yeah. It, he was <laughs> called like, the cookbook. He's yeah. like I accidentally knocked it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I'll definitely admit that there's so many convenient yeah. instances in this movie, but you could say that about literally any movie. But, but I mean, that's also there is a theme far-fetched. of movies that we've yeah. reviewed that were typically that bad, bad yeah. movies it's that just like, oh, okay. either everyone's on board immediately or, yeah. Yeah, okay, exactly. that makes sense. Now this all is all tying in for no reason. And then... Yeah. It all works out. No, I totally I agree with like everybody being on board. That is that is crazy. There are instances where they question it when they form the first team of role players. Jeffrey Wright's character questions like, I don't know. I'm just doing a crossword puzzle. Like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. People are questioning. They don't question like this is a silly myth. They question their role, which isn't what you're saying. But yeah, everybody is on board. Um, But I mean, they're they're he has to gather all these people because he was told that he needs like several different roles before he can send Bryce Dallas Howard up to the Eagle Eagle who (laughs) takes her away. There's an Eagle who's going to come. And once she gets taken from the Eagle by the Eagle there, she has freedom. So the Eagle represents freedom. It's a huge effing Eagle. When it comes, it's huge. I have to say something. I just like realized this. So like 
they're living in this tiny, tiny apartment complex where mm-hmm. all these people feel like their roles are really small because they all live these small lives. And I think that they're once you're told that you're important for something, I don't think they question it because they're so excited that they actually matter to something. It gives them purpose. purpose. And that's that like the big theme. Yeah. Like, it's because, um, so a little backstory on Paul Giamatti's character, which gets revealed because story reads his... His diary. story. His, his story. Which he's cool with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which he's cool with. A that. random person coming in and reading your diary. And his story is that he had a wife and kids and they were killed by an intruder that broke into their house. Mm-hmm. Is it in the same universe as Split and uh, Unbreakable? Yes. I think Yo, I was actually be. thinking that. I mean, it could be in the village. Especially too. because That's like the same. Well, Bryce all these people <laughs> she have... She goes blind. <laughs> all these people have like almost like powers yeah because they're drawn to this creature oh, right right but i was thinking about that when we were watching I'm like oh man like reggie with the one huge arm mm-hmm. and the one huge leg like mm-hmm. that's his powers like to defend people like mm-hmm. protect them yeah. I was like, how, cr- how crazy might. would it be if in glass the next m night movie uh someone from the i honestly the wouldn't put it, it past him because it. i'd yell out happen. in the theater <laughs> You'd be like, genius. Because, I mean, yo, they don't really describe anything else other than his family was murdered and, like, by an intruder. By an intruder. Uh, and well, like, he was a doctor. So I think they thought they knew he had money, maybe. And yeah. they're like, oh, we're going to target his house yeah. uh, and steal. And then the kid and the wife. Well, could be. But that was sad. That it makes you sad. feel for his character yeah. way more. Yeah. And, and that kind of gives you a little bit of attachment. You needed that. Because you don't have attachment to anyone in this yeah. movie, really. Well, the whole thing about, I think that the whole thing of this movie is like you want to like these characters. They're just likable people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They're all quirky, too. Yeah. And I like how with that they like designed all their costumes to fit their role too a little bit. So like the daughter who's like an academic she's like wild but she so she has like that like rufio yeah, yeah. like mohawk mm-hmm. and then all the um the sisters dress alike all mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. and everyone who plays a role fi- visually fits their description of what yeah. they turn out to be yeah, yeah. which i really liked because like if you're gonna make a movie about a uh um, folk tale that's in modern day that's mm-hmm. already unrealistic so yeah. I think to heavy handedly play on that is a really good idea yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like the way it was set too is amazing whoever did like the set design it's heavy handed yeah. and th- a lot of M. Night stuff is heavy handed and I think that's why he gets shit yeah. but I think it's like, appropriate for this movie to be heavy handed yeah it's appropriate and I, I I'm like I kind of joke around when I say I love this movie I actually do like it I yeah. like the themes a lot no, I, I do um, too but, like, it is a little far-fetched, but I think you just have to kind of let go of that and enjoy yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. I agree with Kate that it's a little... I think it's a little too long. Um, I think they really? try to they yeah, try to assemble these roles. It's not that long of a it's movie. It's not that long of a movie, it, but it's it feels two hours. Long. Is it two hours? I think so. I don't know. I don't know if it is. I, I it's like was a, saying, It's like, an hour and 48, I, I think. I think it could have been better if it was a little longer or if it was like restructured there's something about it that's just not right well there's a lot once they find out like oh there's all these roles we have to fill to be able to save story i wish there's a lot of failed attempts and then reassembling and then failed attempts that's where bailey's point comes in where i wish that instead of doing failed attempts they explored the characters who have roles more like their struggle with it or yeah. like how they figure it out. I think it'd True. be cooler to see that. Yeah. Kind of like how when they find the so 
Bernard, whatever his real name is. Jeffrey Wright. Oh, I don't know his real uh, name. His son, who they find out is actually... The interpreter. The interpreter. And that scene's really drawn out where they have him set up all the boxes and they have him read it. Mm -hmm. was one of the most powerful scenes in the movie. And I think it's because they spent more time on that character. Yeah. And I wish they had done that with all the other ones that were like, we we don't know. We know nothing about the guild. We know nothing about those sisters, really. Yeah. We know nothing about Reggie, really. Yeah. And I wish instead of having so many failed attempts, they did what Bailey said. And like spent more time with these people. So let's just jump right to it. So they basically, they assemble, you know, and then there's one more night where Story has the chance to get saved by the Eagle and they have to kind of rush and get this guilt together. So question, what was her like, it might be dumb, but like what was her like main purpose of like going in there and then was she just supposed to like find M. Night? Yeah. And then... Yeah. As soon as like that happened, she was like, "Okay, exactly. you can so, take me away." So he could tell the story. So, yeah. so the when back back when men and the water people yeah. were were living together, uh, they gave the men guidance, and that's why they lived together in society, uh-huh. and the world worked well. Um, since then, since they spread, men doesn't men they do not have that. Yeah. But when I say man, like man and woman, yeah. uh, they don't have guidance. So now they're coming back to communicate the future and got and try and guide oh, okay. them and give them purpose. So her main objective is to find M Knight and give him guidance. So he could, what he does essentially is write a book called the cookbook, which influences a boy uh, in who the Midwest who then becomes president and plants the seeds of change. Like, exactly. And she societies. tells him he's going to get killed so, also, yeah, for writing the that's, book. That's heavy. Yeah. So his ideas also get him assassinated yeah. as well. Yeah. And he kind of has to swallow that pill and, and yeah. that's his purpose. It, it yeah. falls back to purpose every time. Even like another purpose example is she's not only just another narf, she's also a madam narf, which is like a one in a thousand. She's yeah. kind of looked at as like a queen in her society. I forget maybe her message is more powerful or her objective is more important and just to so that's her purpose but even she questions her purpose at at a point with paul giamatti she's like i don't know why am i the madam narf so it's all about like questioning your role and questioning your purpose and stuff um even like they that's really heavy-handed because even when you meet reggie he's just in the hallway pumping and he's just like ah everyone tells me i'm dumb for doing one side but i do it anyway so yeah so on the night (laughs) she she gets saved you know they have everyone in their right roles the only one they don't don't know for sure is called the guardian which is supposed to kind of protect her from the scrunts so she's safe for Mm -hmm. departure and they don't know who it is so they're out there like ready the eagle's coming but a scrunt is about to attack her and the scrunts attacked her throughout the movie um but like they think it's Paul Giamatti, maybe they don't know. Anyways, the scrunt is being held back because Reggie, the guy he's in the beginning, who is making eye contact with him. And you yeah. find out that he's the guardian. But that is one thing I tried to make, you know, connections with every yeah. all the characters. I don't get why he's it's the guardian. It's funny because when we watched it, when Jordan and I watched this originally, I don't know how many years ago we watched it. Now, like two at least two years ago. I it was the only person I like predicted was like that role. Yeah, well he's. But it's like because it's obvious because he's so like strong. But besides yeah. that, there's no other role. Yeah. I don't. Reason. Yeah, it doesn't don't, make much sense. I don't get it. Yeah. You I know what I'd like to see though, a sequel where it's all just what goes on underwater, Ooh. with the peeps undersea. Oh, that would be very cool. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, then there is a real. I like the scene where 
she has all these scratches because she was attacked by a narf. Mm-hmm. Um, I like where they need to find a healer, and it turns out to be Paul Giamatti. Um, and when he hugs her, oh, it's and so cute. Basically, he's talking to his wife and kids, and you know he has to be emotional and open up for him to heal. And he says, you know, there's a lot of parallels to religion. He says, when I see your your face, I see the face of God. And then thank God for this angel to come. So there's like another parallel yeah. to religion too. And that was a heavy scene. I yeah. like that scene a lot. You know what? I just uh, I made a note of this and I forgot. One of the other reasons why I didn't think this movie was as successful because I love Paul Giamatti and he's really good at playing a serious actor and like a comedic role. But I think because they casted him as both, it didn't feel as effective. Like he would break the tension with with comedy, but he was also yeah. supposed to be like this yeah. sad, depressing. Like yeah. that I didn't like that he had these two functions. Yeah. Well, usually they do that in movies because when you heighten, like, with comedy, it makes the sad or the scary. But it didn't, I didn't think it worked that well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I took issue with where Bryce Dallas Howard, or oh, whatever her name is, where I, she lived. Oh, yeah. Story. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, there's a pool. Yeah. There's some grate at the bottom of it. Yeah. And that nobody knows about that leads to her little home under the water, which is like. That's how, totally got there from the, that's how she got there from the blue world. But also, like, that pool's man-made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they had to have made that Exactly. Part. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I, no. I had issues he with that, He could have been too. a little bit more creative so with how I, she got there. I have I agree. big issues with how long he stays underwater. Oh, <laughs> oh my yo, God, that me too. too. <laughs> but I do like when he, like, untwists the yeah. pen. That oh, was and then smart. Uses, it's, it's so smart. smart. Yeah. yeah. He was a doctor in his former but, life. Yeah, he he was under dead. there for at least yeah, Five 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. So long. Like, and he's so out of shape. Yeah. And so, yeah. That's, if I have any issue with yeah. this movie, and maybe he, my only issue. And his only thing he said about it was, you need to fix your door. Yeah. Come on, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was thinking, like, why does she collect all that stuff? Is it because she's further inland now and, and there's that idea of possessions and ownership? It's that Little know. Mermaid throwback where she, like, look at this stuff. Look at this place where she like <laughs> makes her collection. Yeah, yeah, well, a parallel or a connection with that. This movie was supposed to be a Disney movie. That makes sense. Oh, and, really? and M Night had creative differences with Disney, so he broke away so, and Warner Brothers. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, Little Mermaid. Like she does collect all those things, and part of her struggle, in, which is makes sense to this movie, is she disagrees with her family, and she wants to be on land. She enjoys like how people live, mm-hmm. so she collects human things but the real not the disney story the like actual myth is that she um can never return her voice is stolen but she literally sacrifices herself for a man like completely she doesn't have an option to do anything else and um i thought it'd be i thought that was interesting that they like threw that mythology a little bit into this Mm -hmm. because she does connect with man and she does um find things that she likes about man so i'm curious to see that like brings me back to my sequel what there was no talk about what her family and her society feels about man yeah we need to talk about the other movie yeah oh yeah we've been talking (laughs) about this forever yeah sorry i i I get into this any last thoughts that you really want to say uh i like this movie i think bryce dallas howard we didn't really talk about her but like how do you (laughs) Yeah, she did. The really acting like, is like she's okay. I actually, yeah. I think she's better 
Actually, I like her in this in this movie. Yeah, I mean, she she's okay. She doesn't she's have okay. to do she much. Like, she doesn't yeah. have to do much. She just. Has I think her aesthetically, look. aesthetically, yeah. she looks exactly. yeah. the part so yeah. much. Yeah, well, and right. like her th- thing really is like before the village and stuff. Like she wasn't like in many things. No, her breakout role or her first like breakout role is the village, yeah. and then this was her next one. Yeah. So M Night discovered her at a play called As You Like It, like a Shakespeare oh, play. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't hurt that, that she's Ron Howard's yeah. daughter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Kate exactly. thought was a baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. sue me. I thought he was Opie. Yeah. Um, I swear he's Opie in something. Isn't he Opie in... I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't know. Let's, let's, let's write Griffith this movie. <laughs> let's write Ron this movie. Um, I'll give it... You know, after Jordan talks about it with so much passion, I'll give it a five. Ooh, nice. I was going to okay. give it a six. A I'll give it a six, six yeah. too. Like, I'll be realistic with yeah. it. I love it because I love M. Night's writing yeah. and his style. I think all his movies would be sick books. Like, yeah. they would be really fun books yeah. to read. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, yeah, I'm realistic with it. Yeah. It's not a great movie by yeah. any means, but I really enjoy it. But I'll yeah. give it a six, yeah. too. I think okay. it deserves a six. So, our um, next movie. So, yeah, on to the next. Are yeah. we, like, rushing? <laughs> Sorry. Are we boring the listeners? Like this movie, this episode's going to at least be an hour and a half long. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. yeah. Um, but hey, yeah. I mean, M- an M Night movie is on. Yeah, M Night. Oh. It's going to be a lively <laughs> discussion. Um, I'm, I know yeah. this. So that was the worst Ray movie, which it's not a bad movie to be your worst. No, Ray I don't movie. think so. Again, no, she picks like pretty good. But movies, I also so. don't think for her best rated movie that this is like a great movie. Oh, uh, what fifty fifty? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm totally the opposite. Really? Okay, so <laughs> so the highest rated movie was a movie 50-50. When did it come out, Kate? It came out in 2011. Uh, so Kate two, with the dates. Yes, yeah, she knows the dates. <laughs> is that because now, how, how old was oh Orlando God. Bloom you around this? You guys can fuck off. <laughs> um, so this one came out in 2011. And yeah, it stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen. And then, of course, Bryce Dallas Howard's in it. Angelica Houston's in it. Mm-hmm. Anna um, Kendrick. Anna Kendrick's in it. Yeah. And it's a good cast. Great cast. Yeah, I love it's the a cast. good cast. Um, and how about you describe it, Bailey, since you, you since love you, it? Okay. Since you love no, it. No, I love it. Yeah, I yeah, love go, it, honestly. Go for it. Go for it. Um, I guess it like opens with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's his, like girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just a brief overview. Yeah, brief overview. He gets cancer. Mm-hmm. He has a 50-50 shot of living or dying. It's just about like him living with cancer. Bryce Dallas Howard's his girlfriend. Seth Rogen's his best friend. Mm-hmm. And Anna Kendrick's his therapist. Anna Kendrick is his therapist. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I it's, loved it, honestly. Yeah, and it's just that kind of what he has to go through, you know, getting you yeah. know, dealing with this really rare form of cancer and having a 50-50 shot and a lot of things... A lot of things are already going on in his life previous yeah. to this, uh, and then. But yeah. he generally plays it safe prior to. Yeah, so his yeah, I he's guess like a healthy guy. He's like a healthy guy. Like, so Kate mentioned when we were I watched this with Kate, and she said like right away because he stops at a red light like a do not crosswalk, yeah. and he's running and he's healthy. She's like, oh, so this character doesn't take any risks. Like basically yeah. what it is, True. he doesn't take any risks. Um, For me, it was a little predictable storyline wise and i didn't think the acting was that great i thought seth rogan was amazing in this movie yeah. though seth rogan i thought was incredible yo i thought yo this movie honestly fucked me up yeah. multiple times oh it it 
it, in fact, it's, that's it's so yeah. yeah i'm not saying it was like a bad movie i'm just yeah. saying like i didn't think it was i thought it was different is what i should say yeah it definitely has a different tone to it and yeah. even the way they act is different like yeah. a, it's not a typical i don't know it's not a, it's very straightforward like it's not a movie where you're, you have to predict like oh what's gonna happen it's right. pretty yeah. straightforward what's gonna happen it's more of like a kind of a dark comedic take on like dealing with it but it's yeah. heavy it deals with heavy themes yeah and i mean like it's seth rogan was like involved like i like when he does movies that have a little bit more like heart yeah, or yeah, like agree. yeah because he yeah. can do that he, oh he, he kills that's, it, it surprised he can do me, that yeah seth rogan's my favorite character in this yeah. movie. me too he hands yeah. down he like moved me yeah in this yeah. role yeah I'm not a big Joseph Gordon-Levitt fan. That may be uh, offensive okay. to people, but I don't think he's a good actor. I, I thought think he was fine. I, I, I kind of agree I think, with Caleb. I think he can be fine. I don't think he's like a good, like a, I don't see him as like, oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, good actor. He's just kind of yeah. there for me. He doesn't really yeah. do much for you me. Don't get, yeah. You JGL doesn't do it for you. No, I think he seems like a nice person. Yeah. I think I would love to hang out <laughs> with him. If that counts for anything. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's the type of person I would love to hang out with. He seems yeah. cool, but like yeah. I don't think he's the strongest actor. Yeah. Yeah. Seth Rogen like steals the show. It's incredible. Yeah, he's, he's really he's good. He's such a it. good friend. Yeah. I love oh, his friend. Well, like, he, he, he seems selfish. But he's, but he's, he's just all over. He, dude, he's just about getting laid yeah, the whole just, movie. <laughs> His whole thing is just about getting laid. I love how he just tries to get JGL uh, yeah. laid. And yeah. and yeah, it's so funny. Um, but Bryce Dallas Howard's role in this movie is she is His GF. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's girlfriend. And when he gets cancer, I guess, you know, she tries to take care of him as well, like be there and supportive in her, yeah. in her own way. Um, he kind of, I yeah, yeah. So she's supposed to be seen as this like bitch yeah. and like this not nice person, but he also isn't fair to her because they just started dating when he got cancer, and though he gave her the out at the beginning, he's like, yeah. you don't have to like stick around. She was like, no, I'll. She didn't say I'll take care of you. She said I will be here for you. Yeah. And then when his parents come to dinner. And he doesn't want his mom to take care of him. So yeah. he almost makes Bryce Dallas Howard say she'll do it. Well, my thing is, I don't think they just started dating. I one, think because, one, because when he's talking to Seth Rogen, he goes, dude, we haven't had sex in three weeks, which means they've obviously dated right. for a few months. At but, least. I think they but dated that's still for like not... five, six months. I think that number yeah, yeah. is I mean, But that's still like... That's pretty early, though. It's very right? early to deal with someone who has cancer. Yeah. Yeah, but what are you going <laughs> to... But to have that role, like, to have the role of um, having someone have to take care of you that drastically is huge. Yeah. And she didn't, she said, I'll be here for you. She didn't say, I was going to wait on you hand and foot during this thing. Yeah. And when the parents came for dinner and the mom's like, I'm moving in and he didn't want that, he yeah. looked at her to force her to say, I'll do it. And well, she didn't she, do it. If she wants to, I, I know, I remember that, that exact scene. I thought she was being bitchy because... She didn't want to take care of him. And that's fine. She should have like, done that early. And yeah, exactly. But he also made her feel like she should. And that kind of came out in that character, too. Yeah. Well, like, I, I thought, don't think I, she did the right thing at all. I don't think she yeah. did the right thing. But I do think that she was conflicted because of the situation he put her yeah. in. And he was definitely, like, confused when she didn't, like, openly just say, like, oh, well, I'll do that. Like, he had to, like, look at her for her to be like, oh, yeah, right. I'll do that. Right. Like, right. she, if she... I don't know if she loved him, but like if she wanted, if she liked him, cared about him, she would say, 
I I would do that immediately rather than like having him like look at her yeah. and then have to say right. It. But True. that's where it comes into that part where she feels bad because he does have cancer and she feels bad that she's leaving someone who needs help when she doesn't really love him. Yeah. So she's in this. It puts yeah, her in a, puts her in a yeah, yeah, I exactly. totally agree. I don't think she she's did the, still a bee. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah. think it negates the fact that she's a bitch. Yeah, but it's still <laughs> no, like, it is a tough situation. It's like, real tough. Yeah, you have to be put into like, am I gonna basically go through this thing with this guy, yeah. mm-hmm. and then maybe not even be with him yeah. afterwards and if I don't break feel up that with him after he gets yeah. through it because I exactly. don't love him as yeah. much. Like, or am I? I if I broke up with him now, like I'd be a total bitch. Yeah. Exactly. So basically, it's what happens situation. though is Seth Rogen one night is <laughs> he, he so so Seth Rogen gets a date by using yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like yeah. cancer yeah. at a bookstore, goes out on a date with a girl to an art gallery, sees Bryce Dallas Howard there catches her cheating on joseph gordon levitt and then that takes a picture of it takes a picture of it then that night follows her home that part was so weird it was funny though i think so up until that point in this movie i was like because i watched this movie before and i i had just a a feeling of it like oh that's this movie's awesome this movie's really good and then up until that point i was like not on board i'm like this movie's okay the acting's a little weird the tone's weird I don't know if I'm on board. Yeah, From same. that scene to the end of the movie, I was so into it. Yeah. Like so. Well, I thought it. it was even when Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets told he has cancer. It was like the doctor is such like doctors wouldn't act like that. Yeah, doctors yeah, don't we, do that. Yeah, that's that the one part I had an issue with. Crazy. He just like said you have this like super long medical term, yeah. and then just didn't say he had cancer. Well, he's just he's dictating a yeah. chart. Yeah. yeah. First of all, most doctors do not dictate charts yeah. in front of their patients. Yeah. And then. Oh yeah, you have cancer. Yeah. <laughs> like that but part was weird, but I love so I when Seth Rogen does come into the room to um show him that like she's been cheating on him, yeah. I like think was like, damn, I wish I had a friend that dedicated to me to like not even let me yeah, yeah. talk to her yeah. and like Well like I honestly wouldn't It's invasive. It, it's but yeah, it's I thought it was crazy that he like went there immediately like Knowing she was going to be there and do it while she was there. Yeah. But that's like his... That's his yeah, thing, thing, his MO. Like yeah. he's, so he's such a dedicated friend. Yeah. But well, at that point, I guess you kind of learned he was like a dedicated friend. But like also he's just trying to get laid. And then like that's what Bryce Dallas Howard like says to like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Like tries to be like, he doesn't care. He's like He's selfish. just trying to get yeah. laid. And then in the back of your head, you're like, maybe that's right. Yeah. And then like... You don't. I don't know. The whole time, though, you get the vibe like ah, he's not like yeah, that. Like exactly. I, yeah. he's he just tell he's he's too he's he's dedicated to Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's just he wants to get laid. Like that's just <laughs> his his drive. But yeah. like he's such a good friend. I don't yeah. know. I, I just well, I mean, I feel like say like knowing what you know now, what happens right, at the end of the right, movie, right? You see. Well, yeah. I wish that, that when you know when they're like. Okay, so he like goes through chemo, which we can go back and talk oh, about. Love is chemo, boys. Yes, but love then, that was an awesome boys. part yeah. of the but movie. Then like he has to like get surgery, yeah. and when Seth Rogen and him are sitting on the bench is when they start talking about that they went to high school together. Yeah, and I was like, I wish they had mentioned that fact earlier. Yeah, that they were like friends, like because it shows them just at work together. Yeah, and I wish they had explained that they had been had a longer yeah. friendship. It just seems like they were friends for like, Not they that were like each other's only friend. Yeah. <laughs> in the movie. 
But I but wish it was developed like earlier. I wish I had their job. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah, me too. But um, so yeah, back to the movie. They he finds out he has cancer. Then he goes. Chemo, he has the chemo guy. He goes to chemo. Has like these two like older, older Buds. men who have cancer and like different kinds, and he like bonds with them. And he also has Anna Kendrick, who he sees as his therapist, right. who's brand new. Right. Right. Not even a doctor yet. Well, yeah. In med yeah. med school, right? Well, I what mean, do you, you don't. Kate's gonna hold that. some. Yeah. Okay, it's not this. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. <laughs> so like she, as if you go for your doctorate, you have to get your master's first. So she should have already uh-huh. been practicing. Is like my thing. Either way, all but of like that, that, that like, and you not, don't go to medical. That's you like only to, people who like are in that field would yeah. like feel that way. Like I don't know um, how the how it works. So yeah. like I didn't take offense to like. Yeah, the process of where she was and how accurate it is. But. Uh, no movie truly depicts. And like it's not even. I, I don't even think that really was my is. problem as much as I just oh, another yeah. person I don't really like is Anna Kendrick. Like I'm not a huge yeah. Anna Kendrick. So fan. I I don't have many feelings about Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Loved her in this movie. Yeah, she though. was she great. She's very cute. She's cute. I just it's one of those people where she's just kind of there for me. Yeah. Yeah. And like she was like brand new, didn't really know mm-hmm. how. She was like, this is what the book tells me to do. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. She was cool. Like, I mean, I mean, that's also another tough position too to do therapy for cancer patients. Yeah. Like, like these people are going yeah. through the worst time in their life, and she's trying to be by the book. But in reality, you probably have to be half that, half experienced to deal with these people. And it's a different. People go through it different ways, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And another thing I liked about those scenes was like, so they they go. She go. He goes a couple times to yeah. see her, and each time he's doing a different stage of grief. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting that mm-hmm. like, they didn't say it really except well, for she one did, time. She did say it. She's like, well, this is normal for yeah. you to feel like this. And, and then, but they like showed it from both perspectives. Like, okay, well, this is what it is, and he's like, no, it's not. But she's like, all right. And yeah. it's just, I like that depiction of. And she keeps trying to touch I his love arm. That. <laughs> That's so. Funny and he's like, "What me. are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Is that like? I mean, I don't know the medical field, but is that like something they try to like? Well, I know like, in like my make s- subtle like. In my program, contact. we're told not to even shake people's hands because it's like offensive oh, to really? touch people. You're not supposed to give mm-hmm. hugs. You're not supposed to do any physical contact. Yeah, but I guess like just like growing up in like society like when you like touch someone's arm and you're like i feel it's like a i'm sorry it makes, it was a it makes him, she even says like yeah. in the hospital yeah. in uh i forget what she says but she says you know that we find that's the best way to make yeah. you feel at ease just like a comfort thing yeah and um, it's ob- she's so awkward about it every time like so he's always awkward. like too far away yeah, and yeah. it's like and then a little too much effort when he starts to like her a little more and connect he's like yeah. he's like maybe i was too far away I'll yeah, move closer. yeah it's like yeah. cute it's funny um, it's a meat cute. <laughs> it is a, literally a meat cute. But I want to go back to the cancer buddies. Oh, the cancer buddies? The yeah, cancer they were boys? cool. I love when yeah. you first meet them. I love them, their friendship. And there's that one extra person sitting next to them. They don't noise. address yeah. them. Yeah. He's so not cool. funny. Knitting. Yeah. No, they're great. So they've been doing it for, you know, a long time. therapy for a little while. Um, and right away, his first session, they give him pot cookies. cookies yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Which is funny. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's a movie about going yeah. through that. Um, and then after chemotherapy, the doctor gives the news that, you know, now it, it, it didn't work. 
So the only option they have yeah. now is surgery, like a very aggressive surgery. Yeah. And if that doesn't, if that's not successful, they have no more options. Yeah. And he's going to die. And then, like, throughout the movie, like, his mom tries to, like, connect with him and, like, mm-hmm. wants to help. Like, that's all moms really want to do is help. Yeah. And he's very, like, unresponsive. Like, yeah. no, mom, I got it. Like, yeah. all this stuff. And then Anna Kendrick kind of, like, brings it up to him. And he's like, all right, you won't talk to your mom. How do you expect her to, like yeah help you mm-hmm. well it sounds like she had been like smothering his whole life and like yeah. he wanted some distance yeah. because like going through a physical illness is exhausting and the last yeah. thing you want to do is being told what to do and right. being like all this stuff so it's like i get that i get that like he the distance because he gets home from chemo and he's exhausted and the last thing he wants to do is be like yeah but like that that part like just kind of like resonated with me because i mean even just like even if i didn't have i obviously don't have cancer but Mm. like i'm when my mom like texts me i always hit her with like okay or like yeah cool or like something real short and then at the end when before he's about to go into surgery like they have like a oh a moment and it's just so heavy that that, that one hit me yeah that hit me he's like she's like you don't talk to me like all i want to do is take care of you like that part Got even me. even in the waiting room when uh, the mother Seth Rogen are in the waiting room and and part. Anna Kendrick comes they've yeah. never met her yeah. before and they meet her and she's like oh I'm his therapist and Seth Rogen's like does he ever say how I'm a dick <laughs> and then she's like I can't say that and then the mother just turns this is like my favorite line she turns around she goes I smother him because I love him yeah like I and those like, were yes. like yeah. and those That's define exactly. the character so yeah. well yeah. like he yeah. was like he might does he say I'm an asshole because I'm not an asshole yeah yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. true he comes across as an asshole but he's um, not yeah I thought Angelica Houston like yeah, killed she it was she was awesome. I love as the mother her. like all my she was so good I yeah, love Angelica so. Houston like, the everything. dad killed it too um, <laughs> yeah. he did though the he way he played that character at the end I was confused by that they didn't develop him enough or Alzheimer's yeah he didn't develop him enough yeah so I was like, yeah, what's going on? I guess I wasn't paying attention to that in the beginning. Yeah, Anna Kendrick was like, yeah, so your mom, she can't talk to your dad because he has Alzheimer's. Oh, okay. You won't talk to her now, so the highlight of her week is going to... Oh, yeah, yeah, that therapy, cancer, counseling or whatever. Yeah, for parents who have cancer. Yeah, the mom, I mean, she's low-key probably the best... Yeah. I mean, Seth Rogen's like Seth fan Rogen's favorite, amazing. I guess, yeah. but Angelica Houston's Well, she's great in everything. In yeah. yeah, yeah, so good. Um, I did not enjoy her wig, though. Her wig was really bad. Uh, I didn't <laughs> her Rod Stewart. Her yeah. Um, <laughs> Bailey doesn't recognize I would wig. like to go to the fact that um, before he has, the, literally the night before he has surgery, he like has that little breakdown, and then they go to Seth Rogen's house, and he sees the book. In the oh yeah! I wonder, I almost cried at that. Yeah, scene. that that scene got me too. Like you see, the book that Seth wrote. Well, that was that after the surgery. No, it was right no, the it was night before. The night before, because Joseph Gordon-Levitt has a breakdown and he lashes out oh, okay. at, at at Seth Rogen and says, "You know, all you want to do is have sex with girls. You're selfish. Yeah, you know, you don't care about me." Blah blah. blah. Seth Rogen plays that perfect. Like yeah. he doesn't combat it yeah. he just lets them vent jgl has a breakdown yeah yep. calls uh the therapist the therapist anna kendrick so they have I a nice you were my girlfriend i know <laughs> that was like, real that was weird, weird but yeah. the guy might die yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. True. Yeah. yeah um but but then yeah he takes seth rogan back sees this how to deal with you know a loved one and having cancer book yeah in his bathroom it's like and he going sees through that cancer together and it's dog-eared like all the way through yeah like he like, has like notes in it like yeah. that part 
I like got one. Me. I'm like yeah. might cry thinking about it now. It's yeah, like really. Was, yeah. like it was because yeah. like before. Oh, that just shows how much he cared. Like yeah. it was so. That part yeah. was really powerful. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. And yeah. then like when he drives him the next day to get surgery. Yeah. Oh, I oh, know. And he hugs him. The yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt hugs him, and he's like, and they just keep keep saying, "So I'm gonna come in and I'll see yeah. you." And, and they like they do don't know how to address it. That yeah. he might die. They don't want to address yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I think the second half of this movie I is agree. Like, yeah. amazing. So yeah. good. Yeah. It like starts flawless. off weird, yeah. and then it like picks but it up. But it might, its feet. it might do it to set up the second half. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. The second know. half is great, yeah. though. I loved the whole thing. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so surgery successful. Yeah. <laughs> and and I guess he's you know, he's cancer free at that point. And yeah, and then he like a couple he flashes to like a couple months later where he's like relearning. Like his wounds are healing yeah, he's and walking and and Anna Kendrick comes over for a date. Yeah. Oh my god, oh. I, lo- I love Seth Rogen in that scene though because yeah. oh, he's yeah. so overprotective of him. It's like yeah. adorable. Yeah, he's like, make sure you uh, cover his wounds, and and I yeah. fed him and all this <laughs> stuff. And then she's like, are there any channels he's not allowed to yeah. watch? Yeah, yeah, but then he still goes and so I hear you're you're a doc, you're gonna be a doctor. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, get out, you're not allowed to. Because yeah. he hated right all now. his previous yeah. girlfriends, yeah. and you know, true. What a feel-good ending, guys. It is a feel-good ending. It is. It's great. Um, can we talk about Skeletor? Oh, my oh, God. Yo, I Skeletor. Love Skeletor. The dog. That's yeah. the best thing that yeah. Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard's yeah. character yeah. did yeah. was buy him Skeletor. Do you think she actually... Like, part of me feels for her character because she was put in such a yeah. hard situation and then she cheated on mm-hmm. Justin Gordon-Levitt, mm-hmm. dumped her, and she... Comes back. Comes back. She's yeah. trying to get back with joseph gordon levitt and she was crying like super upset like i think it's guilt i think it's guilt and a little bit of manipulation because she's like failing as an artist and he was the only one that really supported her so she's like manipulating him a little bit because she likes the fact that he made her feel good about what she did as a profession and without him she's like not being successful so she's like well that's what she said she's like i'm glad you didn't go to my gallery because i didn't sell anything then she's like then he's like oh but your paintings are really good and that's when she was like i miss you because he's the only one that actually cared about he said i didn't go because i hate you yeah (laughs) Yeah. i loved that that was so funny yeah i kind of like thought like maybe like when I first watched the movie, like maybe he was gonna take her back. Like well, because sort of at thing. that point he is starting to feel lonely, lonely again. Because yeah. yeah. that's uh, you know, yeah. But I was surprised that that wasn't more of a conflict. Yeah. That like he was just straight up like no. I yeah. thought it was gonna be a little more like wishy washy where he's gonna be like oh yes no yes no like a lot of like going back and mm-hmm. forth. Yeah. But it's pretty steadfast. In yeah. His stance. yeah. Is is there ever a movie where like someone cheats and then they feel like really like bad about it and then they just get back together and no one like has any issue with it and it's just good after that well i don't know if anyone in life has an issue where they cheat and they're like that's okay well no no not like that but like (laughs) there's no situation where like it's all good after that i think it takes time yeah but i don't know if it's just like like in a fiction i don't like it's like like if that happens that's like a death sentence for that character or that's one of those things where i think i've seen movies where it has happened in the past Uh and they still bring it up as like Mm -hmm. a problem that they're dealing with as a a couple yeah 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 like oh i don't know if it's ever an inciting incident in a movie right i think there's resolved exactly i think there's too much like not enough time yeah exactly to to resolve (laughs) that like yeah that's true years later but yeah, but Skeletor, shout out to Skeletor. Shout out to yeah, Skeletor. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. Like, see, that's the part where, like, 
Bryce Dallas Howard, I feel like she cared about him. Like she, but at the same she time, was trying in her she own was trying. way. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like she didn't just like. But at the same time, he didn't want that dog, and she was like, "Well, you're gonna send a dog back to the shelter that like." Yeah, maybe she just wanted the dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, um, what do you guys think of this? Like, you know, when she drives him to the the therapy, her the first oh. session, she's like. I don't want to come in because I want to keep that world separate from our world. Yeah. And then Which was o- selfish. over a couple sessions, his chemo boys are like, you know, we've never met Amanda, I think was her name. Yeah. Uh, or Br- Some, We've never something. met Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> Amanda. Uh, and, you know, where is she? And he's like, well, she wants to keep this separate. And, yeah. and the guy's like, that's bullshit. Yeah. She lives in a fantasy land. And that's part of why when she comes back the second time, why she wants him back because she still makes him feel yeah. f- like cause she wants to be an artist and like being an artist yeah. is not an easy life and she wants to have this like fantasy and that she's the best and that she's this that and whatever and honestly i forgot that she was an hour late to pick him up that one time oh that was uh, yeah. unforgivable yeah. never mind yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was like yeah. i take it up. back was she a good do you she played a good yeah she's bit she plays <laughs> it pretty well yeah. yeah she does and that's like a realistic character yeah yeah, yeah definitely. and she wasn't in the movie like too much that much but yeah. she but played like, she makes role. an impact on yeah it. she yeah. did for sure yeah. she um, looked good in it too yeah, yeah. yeah. she's attractive yeah, yeah she's attractive. she's an interesting looking person too. Yeah. like she's not just like attractive she's like yeah she's unique yeah. i think that's like another reason why i just I like. don't think she's the best actor. i don't think so either she's glad she went to school for acting i know her father's ron howard but like she she put the time in yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like how I feel about. I Justin think Gordon she's Lavitt, she's though. able to put pick these good roles because of her father, but well, and also y- how interesting she looks. Yeah, exactly. I think she, like, I think overall she's a good actress. I'd like to see her. I mean, it's still early in her career. She's only like thirty five or thirty six. So like, it's a shame because that's old for ladies. Yeah, I guess so. Which true. I am against that idea, but it's true. This movie also has a pretty cool soundtrack. Oh, like yeah. I don't know a lot of the songs, yeah. but I liked them. They and were, that like, kind of played into fitting. his like radio thing because a lot of them were like, oh yeah. He collected radios. He worked at the radio station, and he believed in like these powerful stories that were told, mm-hmm. like before the invention of the television. And all these songs were songs that were like pre, like or like, not pre television, but like older to make you feel like he likes mm-hmm. things that are older. Yeah. Not also, new. it's set in Seattle. Love Seattle. Yeah. Love the back. Yeah. Never been. Um, yeah, so what would you guys rate this movie? I'm giving it an eight. I'd give it a seven and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm on seven. Just one above Lady Well, my thing, like, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it exactly. made me feel... Yeah. It, I laughed a lot. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. almost yeah. cried. Like, it's one of those movies that, like... Yeah. It had everything that I kind of wanted in a movie. It's true. It, there wasn't, like, too many, like, things that made you think or, like, metaphors yeah. Yeah. or, like... It's just, and it's not it's, an M Night movie. Yeah, it's, it's pretty feeling. straightforward. It's feeling. It's but emotional. Yeah. I don't know if it was just because like I'm kind of the same age as Joseph yeah. Gordon Levitt. He's 27. Yeah, like it's very similar to Jordan. Yo, I related to him. Gonna have like time. what yeah. if this happened to me? Like you can put yourself in that those shoes as like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that could be me. Yeah. You know, sort of thing. I don't yeah. know. No, I just feel resonated. It. I feel it. I would rate it higher if I yeah. enjoyed the first half. Yeah, yeah and, if, and if I thought the acting was stronger yeah. from most but of the like, other characters. In terms of feeling and emotion, holy oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, really powerful. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so that's it. Overall, first house, <laughs> Howard is attractive and interesting looking, but I think mm-hmm. she's Yo, an okay actress. Who does she look like? Who's that other? Jessica Chastain. Yes. Yeah. Who's that? Um, looks I was like... going to say, uh, I just couldn't think of her name. Um, 
Some would say she's a poor man's Jessica Chastain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Some well, might Jessica say. Chastain has like she's, she bigger. has like uh, Oscars. In? Yeah, yeah, just, and shit. I don't know what she's in. Hold on, she's, she's in a lot of good I don't movies. Know. I don't but the, know anyone. This movie uh, Fifty Fifty was also like based off of a true story. I saw that. That yeah. was like yeah. Seth Rogen's like buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I saw that's that. why he's like an executive producer and like. It's and an the person that wrote it's like his bud, I Jonathan think. Jonathan Levine or Levine or something wrote it. Or something no, he directed wise, it. He directed it. Or something. It. Yeah, sorry. Um, I like the scene where he shaves his head. Oh, I think, yeah. I mean, obviously they did that well, for real, right? Well, I remember when the movie came out, that was what everyone talked about. Like that, you had to get that scene, right? Yeah. Yeah, and everyone, that was like when we were younger and that came out, everyone was like, oh, he actually shaved, like everyone yeah. was like, I heard he actually shaved his head for this movie. Does he look good with a shaved head? He, look, he doesn't yeah. look that bad. Yeah, he like, I mean, like, he's a good looking guy. Like, yeah. he, he doesn't do look whatever terrible. He, wants. he just has such a small head that it's like <laughs> strange. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jessica Chastain's um, Zero Dark Thirty, The Help, like, Oh, okay. Dominated. Whoa, for she's two. in the help. So her and yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard are both in the help. They're probably sisters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've never seen that movie. Up. Um. So. But yeah, she's in a lot of highly touted touted movies. Yeah. Cool. I guess you could say. So. Now, are we? Oh, we all went to see a movie together yeah, we recently. Did. We did. Happy Death Day. Oh yeah. Happy Death Day. I liked. It. I thought it was really fun. It was fun. It was a fun movie. It, it wasn't. Was, yeah. It was all right. Yeah. No, I mean, like... <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It's I'll not, admit it's it. Was, it was great. Like, fun. Yeah. It's, it's just, like... F- the whole thing was just super fun. Silly. Yeah. yeah. Fun. It was Mean Girls with, like, a slasher element to it. Yeah. yeah. Mike Paulshock. Oh. Loved it. Our engineer. That's Crimson true. Crimson Peak. Jessica Chastain. Oh. oh. Yeah. yeah. Now I know. Yeah, she might, seen she might be a film yeah. friend we have to yeah. visit. I don't know. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But yeah, anything. Okay, so anything we else? for um, class we watched the first half of as you was it what is it called as good as it gets. Yeah. And um, <laughs> guess who did the music? He knows what? already. Hans Zimmer. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's the only composer. Yeah, I know. is he the only composer? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't see the well, second half, but yeah, I couldn't believe that he did that too. I was like, yeah. is he everywhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally Hans. the only composer in. We in might do an episode movies. of Hans Zimmer's best. Yeah, yeah first exactly. Story. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so for the next episode, we're gonna do a little uh, spooky. spooky Halloween uh, special, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have a special guest who's a horror expert. Yep, our horror. Are we allowed to say his name or no? No, no. <laughs> never, never. Uh, so yeah, so you know, hopefully we have fun with that. And you should um, hit us up about what you feel about Riverdale. <laughs> Yo, love to hear your thoughts on the new season. <laughs> <laughs> Two of us are watching Riverdale in this room, and I didn't watch the last episode. What? So good. Yeah. Shit. So but emails you, at Film Friends Podcasts. Yeah. At please, email. we're desperate. Yeah. <laughs> we just want email. an email. Just say <laughs> one hi. person. Just email. <laughs> but no, seriously, if you want us to do any other kind of aspects of this podcast, yeah. we're definitely open to, to anything. Email us. You know, we might we might start to create little segments here and there just to kind of yeah. make it interesting. How much? Uh, <laughs> how much? Uh, okay, hours <laughs> net worth is. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard because of her dad. Well, who's the, just her, her who's the baseball player? <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's a baseball player. Um, uh, eight and a half million. I'm going thirteen million. Fifteen million. Wow. Good yeah. for her. Yeah, good for you her. Go I mean, girl. She, she picks big roles. Yeah, yeah. you go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's you it for her. episode six. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next, next week. week. Yep. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.